Welcome to episode number 37 of Taking You to the Top. Today's guest is the co-founder and operations director of iFundWomen. iFundWomen is the go-to marketplace for women-owned businesses and the people who want to fund them. They offer access to capital through crowdfunding and grants, expert business coaching on all the topics entrepreneurs need to know about, and a network of women business owners that sparks confidence, accelerates knowledge, and ignites action. Join Rami in welcoming her to the show. If you have any questions for our guest today, please leave them in the comments section below. Also, if you'd like to get more data on any of our guests, please download the Taking You to the Top app from our website. That being said, we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? All right, Kate, welcome to episode number 37 of Taking You to the Top. Thank you for joining me. It is my pleasure. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. You're most welcome. So, Kate, um, to get us started, if you could please introduce yourself, take us back from the beginning and tell us where you're from, where the journey started, and how that journey led you to founding your company. Yep. Uh, so, my name is Kate Anderson, born and raised in... Um, Montclair, New Jersey, which is a suburb outside of New York City. I grew up there my whole life. I went to undergrad at a small liberal arts college in central New York called Colgate University and met my husband there, which was really lovely. Um, and then really um, traveled for a bit after college. My husband and I lived in Sweden for a period of time, which we loved. Um, okay. And and then um, started my career at a real estate development company called Heinz, which really was treated itself more like a private equity firm with a focus on real estate development um, and worked there for four years and really learned quite a, a bit there. It was um, Heinz is really uh, best in class when it comes to real estate. And it was a great experience starting my career there because it was very professional, very buttoned up. They had amazing operational processes. And that really helped me when I transitioned to the startup world to really have that um, really professional, really um, uh, buttoned up approach to clients and how to operate. I have always thought that like starting your career at a startup might not be the best move because then you never know how to operate in the corporate business world. Right, um, right. Left Heinz um, after four years, had my first child, and at that moment was kind of looking to make a change and met my co-founder, Karen Khan, who was running another company, a video production company for female entrepreneurs. Um, and we worked together on that for a while and then pivoted to launch iFundWomen. We launched iFundWomen in 2016. Um, myself, Karen Connor, CEO, and Sarah Summers, um, the three of us as co-founders, we launched iFundWomen because we really saw a need in the marketplace for a one-stop shop solution for female entrepreneurs to get access to capital, 
um, sure. coaching and and connections. Those three pieces. There was no one platform that was that was servicing those three pieces. And um, instead of you know renovating or adding onto existing solutions, we wanted to build our own solution um, to really service the needs of female entrepreneurs. Got it. Okay. Well, be before we get into what the company does specifically, um, I wanted to ask, when did you decide was the right time to make that switch from corporate to startup? I mean, was that switch sort of, you knew exactly what you needed to do to make the switch yeah. or it just happened? That that's a great question. And I think like so many things in life, sometimes I think the path gets laid out for you that you worry about all of these things about, okay, am I going to find a job or what? And I um, was moving from Washington DC to Boston, but my husband and I were living in New Jersey for a year. Um, okay. He was in medical school and doing training. So we knew we had a year there. Um, and I was applying to jobs in Boston in commercial real estate. And, but I, but I knew I couldn't start work for a year. So I, I love work, needed to work, um, and found this job kind of working part-time for a year um, with Karen, our CEO. And I really just became completely enamored with her. She was such a creative thinker. Um, it was such an opposite from working in a, a corporate environment where everything's buttoned up and you're not sharing information about your personal life. And they're... Uh, layers and layers and layers of leadership that Karen was somebody who really admired people coming in, presenting new ideas, test learning and iterate something, some of these kind of fundamental startup ideas. And I started okay. working for her was still applying for jobs um, in Boston. And then at one point realized like, no, I love this. I don't know why I'm thinking of doing something else. This is great. And this is kind of what I want to align myself with. Okay. Got it. So, um, Kate, if you don't mind, could you tell us more about what iFundWomen does, specifically mm -hmm. who your typical clients are yep. and so I, what they expect? Yep. So, so um, it, it actually just cut out there, and I want to make sure I heard your question correctly. Okay. Uh, I was asking um, if you could tell us more specifically what iFundWomen does, who your uh, main clients are, and what do they expect when they join you. Um, great. So we, so I fund women is a startup funding ecosystem for female entrepreneurs, helping them gain access to capital through crowdfunding and grants coaches through um, a community of expert startup coaches and community where they can connect with other women that are at similar stages in their startup journey. We really help entrepreneurs from female entrepreneurs from idea stage to visibility stage to growth stage. Um, our audience is any type of female entrepreneurs. We are topic agnostic. So it's not as if we're focusing on a certain sector, any type of female entrepreneur that really needs um, to bring their business to the next level, to take their idea and turn it into, um, into a product um, or who's looking to scale their business. We're there to make sure that they get that seed capital that they need or the coaching that they need to accelerate the growth or just to connect them with the people that might really be instrumental in, in uh, accelerating the growth of their business. Okay. And uh, is the capital that you give them, uh, this may be a silly question, but is it equity or are you just lending them uh, yep, capital? That's a great question. It is, um, and it's not a silly question. iFundWomen is a rewards-based um, crowdfunding platform. Okay. Um, that means that it's not debt. 
It is not equity. You are raising cash in exchange for rewards. And we are so dogmatic in our belief that this is the best way for early stage entrepreneurs to raise capital because the, the sad truth is most startups fail and you don't right. want to go into debt um, funding the earliest days of your startup. And most entrepreneurs are starting businesses so they can be their own boss. And if you sure. take on equity partners right away, you are no longer able to do that. And so we know that it's really a great um, it's really a great fit, especially to just get that seed capital that you need for the beginning stage. Just say, okay, then I will be able to produce this line or I will be able to redo my website or uh, I'll be able to open a space to really help you get started. And then when you're ready to grow, um, you can come back and raise even more capital for that. Okay, so just sorry, I didn't understand the part about the reward based. Mm -hmm. So how, yeah. how does your company make money in this case? Yes. So we um, uh, take a percentage fee on any transaction that happens on iFundWomen. Um, so if somebody uh, would okay. come to iFundWomen, they would support a campaign for $100. iFundWomen would get five of those dollars. Okay. Got it. Makes sense. Okay. Um, and is your company bootstrapped or did you raise capital to get the fund started? Yeah, so we, um, to get started, um, we had, our CEO had worked at Google. She was an early Googler. So okay. she had her own wealth built up and that really uh, enabled her to bootstrap iPhone women to a level in which a lot of people aren't able to bootstrap a company. And we're so fortunate for, um, to be able to have her have that opportunity to bring on people in the beginning, pay them salaries, hire more people, invest in great technology. Um, when we launched iFund Women, we launched um, a beta platform. So we really did like a very simple MVP. So our technology costs weren't much in the beginning, but then as we needed to improve our technology, scale our platform, we brought on investors. Um, so we did, we uh, raised a seed round and we raised from many high-end female investors, um, Sally Krawcheck for one, Rebecca Minkoff, um, Ali Wyatt, a whole uh, laundry list of female investors. Um, and actually the CEO of PayPal is a big investor in iFundWomen as well. So, um, and then we're going out right now to raise a, a series A round. Okay, and do you mind me asking how much the seed round was? How much you raised? Yep, we raised um, $2 million. Okay, perfect. And uh, what's the current company team size? Uh, we have 15 people on our team now. And um, they're all on payroll or some they're all, Yep, they're all full. Nope, they're all full-time employees at iFundWomen. Okay, and are they all based in the U.S.? And, um... they're, they're all based in the U.S. Okay. Mm -hmm. All of our employees are based in the U.S. Um, our HQ is based in New York, but we also have employees that work in... Um, Boston. We have employees that work in um, California. One is working in Texas. Um, so all of the work that we do can be done virtually. So it's not essential that people are in the um, U.S. Perfect. Okay. And what would you say was the most effective marketing channel for iPhone women in the beginning when you were first, yeah. you know, starting? Um, so in the beginning, our um, most effective marketing channel was really word of mouth, us emailing our contacts to get started. We did a lot of stuff on Facebook um, 
And then as we've grown, we've done a lot on Instagram, but it really started off with reaching out to people we knew directly on Facebook and uh, via emails that we're a part of. Okay. And is there a specific size, would you say, for your customers to be in? Uh, do you mean stage of business? Stage? Um, well, I guess they're just starting out, right? Startups. Yes. Yeah, so, so many of them are just starting out. Some of them haven't even, don't even have a product or, um, uh, okay. uh, they haven't gone to market yet, but some have been around for a decade and, and they're looking to, they've been slowly growing and they're looking for an influx of capital to really accelerate their growth. Sure. Okay. Um, Kate, this next section is to help out entrepreneurs who are just starting their journey mm -hmm. and, or may not have even started their journey, but they're thinking about it. So what would you say is a problem, a persistent problem over the last few weeks for you that you wish could be solved? And it, this is intended to be a professional or personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's say professional. I, I don't want to, you know, delve into, into the <laughs> me talking about enrolling my kids in school this year. Um, okay. <laughs> well, actually, that could be solved, but yeah. Um, Let's go with so, professional. Uh, yeah, so professional problem that we've had is, or that I've had is um, running operations at iFund Women. My job really also uh, is, income, is, is focused on people operations as well. So how do we keep our employees engaged while we're all remote? How do we reward them and acknowledge their hard work while we can't see them? Um, and okay. A lot of our employees, what we do is we're really outward facing. We're talking to customers a lot of the time. So then sometimes your day is so busy, you're not able to connect with your audience. Um, so we've, we've worked through a couple of different ways of solving it. One has been to focus on finding fun events that we can do with our team. Um, we have a, a two meetings uh, a week with the whole team. We have a Monday um, meeting of, of going over what everyone's working on. And then okay. we have a Thursday meeting, which is a little bit more of a, a personal, touchy-feely meeting where you talk about how you're feeling, what your current state is. Like, are you feeling, um, you know, green, which is good, yellow, so-so, or red, which is not great. Um, and we've... Uh, so with having those touch points really helps, but then we've intertwined um, team trivia, which has been a really nice way to just kind of connect with people outside of work. We have done, um, we have done, uh, you know, ask a coworker on a coffee date. So you get to talk to somebody that you might not normally work with on a daily basis so that okay. we can kind of create um, cross company ties between people. So it's not just the marketing teams only talking to each other. We want to make sure that the engineers and the, um, and the marketers are connecting or the operations team and the, um, and the um, tech team is working together or the brand team. You know, we want to make sure that we're kind of forging these connections. So everybody really feels a sense of connectiveness with their, um, with their coworkers during this time of, you know, both Uber connectedness and not so connectedness. So it, it, do you currently have, I mean, is your office open or, Everyone's still nope, our office is not open. Everybody is still remote. Oh, wow. So you have to manage all of this virtually. All of this virtually. Yeah. And that's the, really the goal of why we're doing this is to make people feel connected when they're not so connected. And do you think there, uh, that the solution could be improved? 
I think that um, you would be silly to say that every so that it couldn't be improved. Every solution, I think, can be improved. And I think the great um, thing about working at a startup is you're able to constantly like refine and iterate what it is you're doing is um, finding what's a great time of day for people to connect outside of work or, you know, during the work day. Um, right. We are continually looking. And if you want to uh, pull your audience, I would love to hear any ideas of ways that we can uh, create fun and delight for our employees um, when they're not together in person. So, so I'm also open to um, any ideas. I, I typically operate best when I can hear what other businesses are doing, what's worked for them, and how we can replicate that for our own. Perfect. I mean, I'm sure anyone listening to this now, if they have a response, they will leave it somewhere in the comments. Please, yes. Or, I mean, if they... If they tell me directly, I'll pass it on to you, no problem. I would so appreciate that. No problem. All right, Kate, if you don't mind, uh, we can wrap up with the famous five. Yeah. Sure. All right, number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, my favorite business book, I'm reading a book right now called What um, You Are Is Who, What You Are Is, wait, What You Do Is Who You Are by Ben Horowitz of Andreessen Horowitz. He is yep. really a super smart guy that offers tons of um, excellent advice really on creating company culture. And he talks a lot about how so many businesses will say, you know, we're a company that values this, but just saying you do something and actually implementing things are very, very different things. Um, sure. So, um, so love, love kind of reading the things that he has to say. Okay. Um, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yeah, um, I mean, somebody I really, really admire is a man named Evan Siegel. He um, is opening up his own VC firm in uh, Pittsburgh called 412 Venture Fund. He um, serves as chairman of the Siegel Family Foundation and really mm -hmm. focused on organizations um, and causes centered around human kindness and social justice. And he is an author, former entrepreneur. I describe him as like, the Mr. Rogers of entrepreneurship. He is the nicest guy ever who's so interested in other people, really, really takes an interest in, in other people and in making the world a better place. And if we had more leaders like him, this world would be a much lovelier place to live in. Absolutely. All right. Um, number three, what would you say is your favorite online tool for growing your business? Um, I mean, for us, Instagram has been amazing for growing our business. That is where so many of our customers are. It's a great way to easily communicate to people what it is we're doing and really highlight um, highlight entrepreneurs on iPhone Women, but connect with other entrepreneurs. Okay. Just out of curiosity with Instagram, at least what I find, are, are you searching by hashtag or do you have, are you using some sort of software to automate or assist you in searching for customer? Yeah, that's a great question. So we're not using it in that way to search for people, but it, but more to highlight our audience. And one of the things we okay. love to do at iFund Women is highlight the amazing entrepreneurs we have in iFund Women, share their stories, give them the mic so they can talk about what it is they're doing. Um, we like, you know, we like to share all of the content and the amazing resources we have. But there's something to be said for saying, you know, don't take our word for it. Hear it from these people. And, and that has really, really helped us to, um, to 
showcase the so many people on iPhone women. Okay. And out of curiosity, do you have a podcast? We do not have a podcast on iPhone women, but our team is featured on so many different podcasts. I think that everybody always tells us they want us to have a podcast. Um, right. I'm sure we will get there, but sometimes when you're focused on, you know, all of the things of growing your business, other things just fall by the wayside. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um, number four, if you could give your 20 year old self a piece of advice, what would it be? I, I love questions like this. Um, I would give myself the advice of writing everything down. I, when I was younger, I kept a diary and wrote almost um, every week. Um, but I've gotten great advice from people as I've gotten older that says, really write things down. You'll forget what it was like day in and day out for yourself at a certain period of time. And there's a great, there's a lot to be learned from sitting back, reflecting on what you've done um, and where sure. you're going. And I think that it also just leaves something behind for your kids, right? To say, okay, this is what it was like for mom when she was 20. I think that there's something really like beautiful about that. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, okay, and number five, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I don't know, I probably get just like seven or eight hours of sleep. I typically like get in bed at, 9 30 10 read for an hour hour and a half and then wake up at we have kids so sometimes it depends on what time kids wake me up but wake up at like 6 45 typically i'm not somebody like if i had my way i would sleep later than that but um but um kids get in the way of doing what you want to do <laughs> got it okay. all right kate thank you so much for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you and learning about your company and I hope to maybe have a follow-up call a year from now to see where your company has grown. Oh, I would love that. That would be so great. Thank you so much. You asked such thoughtful questions and it's really nice to be able to talk with you. Thank you very much. Um, and hopefully I will talk to you again very soon. Yes, I hope so. Okay, so long. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.